This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to Girls Like Us Podcast. Sometimes things happen to you. They just happen. You can't help it, but it's what you do next that counts. Not what happens, but what you decide to do about it. Hannah Baker, 13 Reasons. Hi. Welcome, Welcome to, to Girls, Girls Like, like us. us. This is Venus. <laughs> and this is Charlotte. <laughs> and we're here again with yeah. another episode. Um, so we could do our little catch up. If you want to catch us up on what's um, been up. Well, uh, not a whole lot. It was kind of a busy um, week. I seen Hamilton, which was amazing. Like, I'm still on a high from that. Like, that, it was great. Um, was it? Hamilton. It's no, no, I mean, like, was it? Oh, it's a, oh. <laughs> no, it's like, the thing is, like, I never really paid attention to the story. So, it's like, it really made me want to, like, look into it to see all the things that they said mm-hmm. about it. Um, he was, like, the secretary of George Washington, the president. Oh. Um, and it told, like, his story of everything that happened um, like from when he started, like the the um, what's that word? The scandal and stuff like that. Oh, like it wow. told, yeah, his whole story up until the death of him dying and things like that. That's and so I was, cool. it really was. Like, I heard really, really good things about it. it. Was, like a couple of people are like, it's really, really. Good. I would recommend it to everybody. Um, it's mm-hmm. a bit pricey, but it's definitely worth it. Like it really made me like, dang, I want to see like, is all of this you know accurate? Mm-hmm. Like get the story for myself because oh, I how long was it um let me see it started at two it was over like a little bit before five so oh it, it's long yeah it's but long. it has the intermission don't forget about the intermission how long is that? it's like 30 minutes 30 that's minutes. still long yeah but it doesn't feel like it it definitely did not feel like it it, it was they it was very well put together oh wow that's cool yeah that's cool because you know sometimes you just go yeah it was an educational type of thing you know and it was great it was very well put together like I really really did enjoy it like I didn't I mean I I thought I would enjoy but not to like it was good well I know you had been looking forward to it like yeah because I've been wanting to see forever I'm just like I want to see this in fact I got a chance to see it it was it was amazing um Outside of that, I really didn't do too much work just per usual. Um, hung out with my cousins. That was fun. I just, my intention was like, oh, I'm just going to have a drink. And I'm just going to go home because I know I got to work the next day. And yeah, that didn't happen. But it was a really good, you know, overall week of work and hung out a little bit. So it was That's fun. good. Yeah. I, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I did want to share this and I shared this with you in the morning. Um, I went to hang out with my friend, and we went out drinking. And I think this is the first time that I really drink since everything. Like I've gone out drinking, but like I stopped myself and I'm like, and I think this last time like I didn't. <laughs> and I mean, I've been with this person. Like I haven't like. <laughs> <Complicated>. <laughs> it's just complicated okay 
because it's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, towards the end of the night, I was really, 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 really drunk. And I, like, I guess we were in the moment and she told me no. (laughs) (laughs) And the next day when I woke up, I was like, I remember you telling me no. So I messaged her about it, and I actually wanted to share this with you guys because I think once we go through stuff like that, it goes into a process of us learning ourselves again because Mm -hmm. everything does change. We change. As much as we think that it doesn't, we move different. Just like when we go out, we watch our our surroundings 10 times more. So I guess just to see how much like a person can be aware of what just, of what happened to you because mm-hmm. we've been sitting here talking about how we do feel like nobody understands or like nobody asks us how a day was or are you okay are you feeling okay and this really um touched my heart so the message i sent her was um you're really sweet the fact that you told me no because i was so drunk last night legit melted my heart i see you in a very different light and I have a whole new respect for you. Thank you. So then she replied to me, you know, I really love you. I don't want to do anything to affect or trigger something in you right now when you're in such a sensitive place. Plus, just because we hang out doesn't always mean you want to have sex with me either. I'm not just going to assume it. And I guess just because I remember I told you, like, to be there and to for you to acknowledge like you know mm-hmm. this happened to you and I'm not going to put you in a position because I love you and just remember that just because you feel like a lot of people don't understand you like that literally like I remember changed like my whole like day that day like I, like it made me feel like really really good but so I went out with my friend and we hung out. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I did all weekend. I didn't do anything. Um, I wanted to... I shared this with Charlotte last week. Uh, because I want you guys to understand that this is difficult on us. Like, this is difficult on us. Just We sit here and laugh. Because that's just how we cope that's with it. That's our coping mechanism, yeah. But... We have our days. We have our days where we can't get up. We have our days where we don't want to talk to anyone. And sometimes we question, I guess, is it even helping? Like, are we even reaching anyone? And it's not the validation. It's just that I think we just don't want anybody else to go through it. We actually had someone reach out to us, I believe, last week. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was a guy, and he opened up to us about how he had been assaulted um, by his friend from, like, 6th to, I believe, 10th grade, Mm -hmm. and how it had affected him and how he, this person did fell into a depression, and they fell into, um, he, he became an alcoholic, and finally he's been a year sober, and it's just, like, this is an open space just because we're like girls like us it's just because we are girls and it happens to girls but it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen yeah Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen to guys and guys are the least ones to open up so that was a really big step to open up to share your story to even you know 
acknowledge to yourself what happened because this happened to him at a really young age and mm -hmm. to not be an adult and come to the terms like no this wasn't wrong i mean this wasn't right what happened to me shouldn't be happening so like we just want to put that out there that it is an open space for everybody it doesn't matter your gender your color your unicorn <laughs> <laughs> right any of that <laughs> yes but do you want to tell us what we're going to talk about today? Yes. So today we are going to um, go into the 13 Reasons Why, the third season. Um, this was, watching this, it was extremely difficult um, for me to, to watch. Like, um, I don't know if it's because I can relate more or what it was, but it was very emotional to watch. It, it, I had so many different emotions and stuff about this 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 whole season. Um, it was ridiculous. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna make it through it. <laughs> so um, that's what we're gonna talk about um, today. Um, I do agree with uh, Charlotte, and you know, I don't feel like this season was really well put together, but I think it just affected me more because I'm able to relate because. Mm -hmm. I think I spent, like, after the second episode, I spent, like, the whole season crying. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, stop crying. Right. Like, it, it was. It was. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> this is really too much. <laughs> yes. So, we're going to hit on, like, four of the main characters, which will be Bryce, Tyler, and Jessica, Jessica and Justin. Yes. Um, We kind of discussed this earlier today with Bryce. Mm-hmm. Or very, very conflicted. Yes, it's so conflicting because you have um, you have the first season when he did mm -hmm. everything to everybody, like he raped everybody. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in this last season here, it's like um, it's kind of like he realizes the damage that he he done mm -hmm. to everyone, and it's like he's like trying to get it together and, and apologizes to everybody, but. His apology, like, he apologizing, but it's like at the same time, you damaged people's lives. Mm -hmm. Like, an apology isn't going to take away from what you did, yeah. you know, to everybody. Like, I understand, like, it showed, like, his background and how he ended up to where um, he was. And it was, like, conflicting. Like, now you know the background, not saying that this is everybody's background, but in this particular show, it just shows you, like, how it led up to yeah. where it did and, like, how he was raised and things like that. So it, it definitely left you, like, what? I'm feeling compassion for yes. the person yes. who, who yes, did yes, this? Yes, and I'm like, this yes. is so... Yes. Um, because they do show that. And I remember today, I believe, when we were talking about it, I told you, like, I kind of try to put myself in that space where if the person that did this to us tried making amends, try a, tried apologizing, and I felt angry. Like, thinking about it, I felt angry and, like, how dare you? Like, you don't get to go destroy people's lives mm -hmm. and just think, like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just going to mend it because it's not like you bumped into me and I dropped my books. Right. No. You changed my, my life. My whole entire life, the safety of my own body, the safety of me feeling safe around anyone, period. 
And I think it really didn't hit him the damage he did until he heard the tapes. Mm-hmm. Like he really like, damn, like I, I did all of this, and that that right there alone was it was kind of emotional. Like and the them flashback on mm-hmm. you know the things that he he did. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was yeah it was it was something like I'm still like feeling some type of way about it like. That whole season. <laughs> I I cried like all season. I was like I think I did feel an instance of compassionate towards Bryce. But for the most part I think I kept trying to place myself in Jessica's position where everybody's like, Oh, he's changing. He's changing and it's like mm-hmm. he's changing but you did nothing about the fact of what, what he, he did. did. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's happening to us at work right now, and I'm not saying that he's changing, but, like, it'd be, like, the same scenario, like, them coming to us, like, he's changing, like, he's changing, but do you know for how long I've had to stay here? Yeah, exactly, and even though it was showing him changing, he still had Mm -hmm. episodes where he still had that desire to do wrong, which is a sickness. Um, There's something wrong, because even though he felt bad for what what he'd done, um, he still had moments where he had the urge to do that. Yes. So then you have to look at that also like, well, yeah, you change it. But at the same time, it's not completely out of your system. Like, you what is help. it going to take for you to be triggered and mm-hmm. push you to that limit? Like, what? Or how can we be so sure that you're never going to do it again? We can never be for sure. That's what the teacher said, the therapist, because he was like, you gonna always have, you mm-hmm. need help. Like, you can't date anybody. You need mm-hmm. to seek help and Mm -hmm. so he was like oh i'm about to have help for the rest of my life pretty much because you still have the urge yeah you might not act on it right now but who's to say you're not gonna do it and you have to like dig deep i guess to where it came from what makes you Mm -hmm. think that it's okay um yeah to rape somebody to just take what you want like yeah then Take away the raping, like, in our situation, what makes you think that it's okay for you to put someone in that danger, like, to do that to someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was um, also the two people who's not, like, in our, like, rundown um, was the parents, uh, Hannah Baker's uh, mom mm-hmm. and Bryce's mom. And that scene was kind of intense also because you have two different spectrums you have the person who did this to your child and then you have both of them lost their child to to this for Mm -hmm. the most part one because uh hannah baker she killed herself because of what happened to her and then him someone killed him because of what he done so Mm -hmm. it's like these two parents are talking and she was like um the part that kind of stuck out she was like it doesn't matter if they catch the person who did this to your son, it's not gonna bring him back. Mm-hmm. Like, did like it's messed up. You know, your son did this to my daughter that led her to killing herself. Mm-hmm. And now she was like, a lot of people don't like him for what he done. And it's like me as a parent, I can't even imagine being on either side. Like that has to be hurtful as a parent that your child is doing this to other people. Because mm-hmm. now you looking at yourself as a reflection. Like, what did I do? To make him do this. Because now you question yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the parent 
of who child committed suicide, you looking at yourself, how did I miss the signs? Yeah. So I was looking at it on, you know, all the angles on both sides. Like it's messed up. It is. Um because um Bryce writes a letter like to his mom, like if he were her. her. Yeah. And it lets you to see how he felt, how he felt unloved, how he felt like he, she hated him. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't excuse what he did, but, I mean, would he have not felt like that? Would it have been different? Right. Because it goes back to, remember what I told you, like, it does make you think, like, what is it that leads these people to do this? Mm-hmm. Where did... It go bad for you that maybe had it had been an early sign, it would have been prevented. Mm-hmm. Because now we're trying to help you after it's said and done, and ten millions of people's lives have been affected. Right? Like, how much help can it give? And I mean, I guess it could give help in the instance where it won't happen to ten million other people. But now we have. 10 million people that are, are affected but this because this doesn't just affect the person that the attack happened to it affects their families mm-hmm. it affects your emotional it affects you financially it affects your friends it affects people who you end up dating mm-hmm. definitely because they're going to be affected by it mm-hmm. because of how you're dealing with mm-hmm. things so now they're affected by it mm-hmm. it's like a chain reaction type mm-hmm. of thing so this just doesn't affect one person and when you were saying the flashbacks, his mom has a lot of flashbacks of them, like, because I guess they were kind of, like, working on their relationship. Mm-hmm. And the one um, episode where Hannah Baker's mom comes, she has a lot of flashback of, like, she has this conversation where um, she's with Jessica, and she, like, I guess they're talking about this jacket she used to wear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, she's like, where was she going to fight? Or, like, who was she going to fight? And she's like, if I had only seen that sign then. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, you don't consider that a sign. No, you definitely don't. You just kind of dismiss it. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, like, now, like, I do think back, like, were there signs of who you were or who you are, like, you had been begging for years. Was that a sign? Like, should I have been like, why are you so persistent? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's definitely you. You ask yourself because I'm just like, you were very persistent to get me over there. You went to the stream, like, um, and by you know calling a cab to come get me on the other side of town. And that was one of the questions um, the detective asked. He was mm-hmm. just like. Is that normal for somebody you're on the other side of town to to send a a cab for you to come over there? And I was like, you know, thinking about it like that was, you know, but I didn't think anything of it because that's just like. But see, to me, that's normal because I've I've had and and like that's where it kind of gets irritates me. Like, is that first of all, is that normal for this person? First of all, I've told you that I've never hung out with this person. Right. Is it normal? Yes. But I'm not going to sit here and question every single person that I talk to because right. I do have friends where I'm like, bro, I don't want to go out. Like, I don't want to drive. And my friend lives like a good hour away. And he's like, I'm calling you an Uber. Just come. I want to hang out. It's normal for me. Mm-hmm. So 
am I gonna sit here and question every person in my life? Like, why are you calling me an Uber? Right. Why are you offering to be nice? And mm-hmm. I remember something that my brother had told me where I don't think I really had processed everything yet. But he told me, I don't want you to go around and hate men. He's like, or be afraid. He's like, because it's shitty that it happened. He's like, but not everyone is like this. And now I do find myself like questioning everybody, Mm -hmm. looking at everybody, like simply like, and and what happened to us wasn't a violent attack. I mean, it was very invasive, but it wasn't violent. But there's been instances when I get home and it's already dark and I see someone walking and like I freak I had never ever mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there like where are my keys like w- looking at exits looking at what I could do what I'm like and this is where I'm at now because of this like this is where I'm at now and it does like now I'm sitting here questioning everybody in my life everybody that I love everybody that says that loves me like okay you love me why how Right. I don't even want to tell you anything about me so you could use it against me so you could prey on me like my answers are so short like it was good thank you <laughs> that was it <laughs> like right <laughs> you know and it goes like that and I don't think Bryce realized how much it had affected her till he saw till he heard those tapes because he saw the effect of everybody's life like right. how it affected everybody that's what tony said he was like all the tapes are about you mm-hmm. you remember yeah he was like um he was like it's not one particular tapes he was like all of these tapes are about you <laughs> like and they were mm-hmm. because you did this like it's a it's like a domino effect mm-hmm. like you affected all these people's lives yeah and even at that like when he tries to, I guess, act right and how he tries to go help Tyler. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other, like, cause and effect because it's like, okay, you did this. And um, I think Marty, he tells him, he's like, how are you going to come tell me about rape? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you to tell me about yeah. rape? Yeah. And I mean, he's right. He's right. And I was so, like, conflicted, like... You're right, but at the same time, like, he's trying, but then I'm like, I'm there, and, like, what good does that do now? hmm Right. And I don't know, like, Bryce, I'm, I don't know how to heal about Bryce. <laughs> like, and I think it's because I can't relate. Like, I think maybe if I weren't, I'd be like, oh, well, he's trying. Like, mm-hmm. you see what happened to him. Like, look at his childhood. Look at his parents. And, yeah, he messed up. And maybe that is how his mom looks at it. Like, especially as a mother, like, that is my child. And look at him. He's trying. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to make amends. But it's like, do you see? Like, you have no idea how your life changes. Mm -hmm. Like, completely. Like. Right. Right. And because even with him trying to change and everything, he still had that anger it was that one scene where um clay came by the house um to give her the flowers and everything and then and oh, it was so like conniving like yeah <laughs> like, like shady 
He definitely was. And I'm just like, like, I feel like mm, you really ain't changed. Mm-hmm. Or when um, they were outside at the pool, um, Bryce and Anna, and he was trying to talk to her and like he grabbed her like he was forceful. What I'm like, at the end of the day, he wanted to change, but I just don't think that he really he would have to seek a whole lot of counselor. So I was just like, mm, you trying to, but it ain't. It's not happening. It's not gonna happen. It is, and it's. I think it's. I think once it ended, I was like. Um, we. I don't want to excuse the people that did this, especially because I went through it. But we talk so much, and we don't even talk enough. Let's start with that. We don't even talk enough about the victims. Mm-hmm. And I think we. I don't want to say that we praise the people that do this but I mean if you think about like the serial killer like inside of a mind of a serial killer Mm -hmm. because it's people who still support those people yeah that's the crazy part like I guess it does make you wonder like how can we help these people Mm -hmm. like where is it that we can help them to not do this as angry as I am because I would hate for another person to go through this and i'm so tired of the cover your drink i'm so tired of the watch the way you walk watch who you talk to watch the way you dress and it's like you put so much accountability on the victim and not like yes why don't we sit there with who did it (laughs) yes get help you know what if you feel like you're gonna do this to a girl do this like why is it that that isn't a talk Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because most sexual predators um, never stop. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't stop. Like they can go to jail, serve whatever the case may be, but they still don't stop. They still come out and they do the same mm-hmm. thing. It's a it's a sickness. Um, something that they maybe feel like they have to be in control or something. But you don't hear people saying like, "Oh, let's you know, let's give them some help." It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. well. How did you put yourself in this situation? Like, did you willingly? What? What about the accuser? So the accuser just gets off with a slap on the wrist and Mm -hmm. call it wonderful. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I remember when we first like were like in the beginning stages of all this. I remember you saying, um, "I just want to ask him why," and I be like, "I don't want to ask him. I don't even care." And I, I guess you're right. Like, why? Like, what led you? It wasn't the why did you do it to us. It was more like, what led you here? Why do you do it, period? Mm-hmm. Like, help me understand because you're right. Like, I would hate for another. And I know that I can't stop it. But we always put so much blame on the victim. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, what were you wearing? Why were you more careful? The article that we shared last week where she's like, it almost makes it seem like it won't happen to you if you just don't go out. Like, don't be stupid. Right. And that is how they play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why are you going out? Like, you shouldn't be out after dark. Our boss, did you willingly go there? Right. I willingly what? go to the store every day. Exactly. So that makes it okay because I willingly went? Like, 
Do you hear yourself? <laughs> That's insane. That's crazy. Yes. And then there's Tyler. Tyler. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cried so hard with Tyler. Tyler was intense. I I didn't expect it. Um, it was it was really brutal when he went into detail on what happened to him. That like I still can like that whole scene of him just breaking down, crying, welling just on the the intricate details of mm-hmm. everything that happened to him was just insane like my heart broke to mm-hmm. this you know what if this was my child that this happened to like the pain that he will have to live with mm-hmm. for the rest of his life that can't be erased like I couldn't even imagine um, my child coming to tell me something like that happened um and the kids that did it, like, yeah. and how could you do something like that? Into the whole guys don't report it. Mm-hmm. Like, if women don't report it, guys don't report it times two. Right. Because they were all trying to... And see, this goes into the whole what happened to you because he tried to do this like mass shooting if you think about it which Mm -hmm. i am not excusing that in no way shape or form but everybody was like you're crazy like you're weird like Mm -hmm. you know like you have no friends and they couldn't understand why they couldn't understand why but this happened to you Mm -hmm. like and because society wants this is the the toxic environment that we live in because you're supposed to be a man I mean, he was already like an odd, like like an odd individual where he didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. So now let's add this to the mix. Yep. And to not be able to talk about it. So he's a, like, how do men react with violence? Because that's what they're taught. Because you be a man and if somebody did something to you, you go and fight. Yep. And the fact that they still, even after that happened, they kept taunting him and mm-hmm. doing things to him. To it, it was very hard to watch. Like just the pain that he went through, that he endured, mm-hmm. and that he can't change. Like it, it was very difficult to watch that, to see that, yeah. to hear him play it back. What happened? Like, um. To me, I think one of the biggest things that had stuck out to me was when Clay was like, I'm so sorry happened. Um, I feel like I should hug you. Can I hug you? It was that essence of can I hug you? Like, can I come into your space? Because you've been so violated mm-hmm. with your personal space. And I think we as people do that. Like, we just assume that it's okay to touch another human being for whatever reason and it's like that to me was so loving like the fact that he's a like can I give you a hug mm-hmm. like can I come into your space because you your space was just so violated mm-hmm. and I don't want you to feel that way I don't want you because he, there was that scene where he was around them and like how he moved how he mm-hmm. like went around them and it's like you do Mm-hmm. You do like uh, to me that's the guy, and I remember like when he was playing it, where he's like the way he was crying, oh my like God. I, 
I was crying. Yeah, I yes. felt that in my chest. And had um, that teacher not noticed it, mm-hmm. it would have still just kept getting dismissed. Mm-hmm. So he's crazy. He was like, something, something traumatic happened. happened to yeah. him. He's experienced some type of trauma. Like, what mm-hmm. what, what happened? Had he not said anything, no telling how long he would have held mm-hmm. that in. And yeah, it that the, the wail of the cry, like it was yes. just like one of them yeah. cries that you get from the bottom of your stomach and you just let it because out. Because imagine just like, he had been holding it in, I want to say for almost a whole school year, so mm-hmm. a whole year almost, because they were already almost, I want to say, at the end. And he sees how his friends are moving around him because they think, like, I'm so tired of babysitting him. Like, he's just crazy. Like, why do we have to do this? Mm -hmm. Like, not really understanding. And I don't condone what he did. What he did was wrong. How he tried coping with it was wrong. But here it goes again into we need to open these guidelines to talk. We need to make it okay for people to talk and to come to us to feel that they're in a safe space. Mm -hmm. So this doesn't happen because... He had just been holding it in, and then, like, who do I tell? Right. And it just led him into just, like, this big, like, mess. And, like, so all that he had been holding in, like, he was just, like, I finally said it. Right, yeah. Definitely, that, yeah, that was pretty intense. That, I don't even have words for that one. It it was really bad. It was really sad. Like, and the kids. <laughs> the, for me, I feel like in a situation like that, I the parents out of me. No, I'm. You're gonna you're gonna experience the exact same thing. What you did to my child, you're gonna experience the exact. Like I'm catching a case. I am catching a case. I'm going straight behind. I'm here. I am. I'm turning myself in. I my did ex, it. My ex tells me that. Like, like all the time. Can. Like all the time. And you know, it happened to me. And. I'm still angry, so I can't even imagine if I had a child and it happened to my child. Like, oh my god, I'm already a firecracker, right? <laughs> oh my god, it's jeez. Like, I just, I mean, because you, you're as a parent, you're gonna feel terrible that you couldn't protect your child, even though you weren't able to them all. But the fact that you just felt like you let your child down, I think it also comes into like. It, it comes maybe as a parent, like, where am I going wrong that you don't feel comfortable enough that you can trust me, that you can talk to me about this? Mm-hmm. You know, that you felt that you needed to hold this in from me instead of coming to me. Because I think as a parent, that's your friend's instinct to protect your child. But your child's not, like, when you're little, you fall and you cry. And you're, you're crying because you want the attention to come and get you, to come help you. Mm-hmm. And now we're, he's older and he's not coming because I remember how long it took me to tell my dad. And mm-hmm. he was like, why did it take you this long? Like, thanks for telling me now. He's like, but why did you not feel comfortable enough to come and tell me? You're telling me like months in now. Mm-hmm. And I, to me as a child, it was just like, I don't want to hurt you because you couldn't protect me because there's nothing you could do to protect me. So I 
they didn't want to put you through that. Mm-hmm. And him is like, even if I couldn't protect you, like, let me hear you. Let me ask you that you're okay. So I guess it's just a lot. Like, maybe in his instance, he felt that maybe he couldn't trust his parents. But it goes back and forth because you always want to protect the people that you love. Mm-hmm. And if you could help that, you just silence yourself. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, he probably felt like he couldn't or he was too shamed to say mm-hmm. like something happened like that to him. Yes. And then we have Jessica. Jessica, she was actually one of my favorites this season. And I think like the first and second season... Like, even, like, after it happened to her, I just felt like she just, like, didn't care. But then I see how I acted where I was just trying to shove it under the rug. Like, it didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't shoving on the rug, but, like, I would talk to you about it, and I'd be like, okay, cool, whatever. And I keep, I kept it moving. And, right. Like, I guess I can kind of understand her now. hmm And this season, she was one of my favorites. Just yeah. because. Her whole trying to regain herself back, like, her sexuality, her body, like, owning herself back again. And I was just like, you do go through that. Like, Mm -hmm. you feel objectified and it's just like, we as women, I think, we always feel objectified. And I think, like, the world has just made it so okay for us to feel that way. But once you go through something like this, like... You think about everything, how you feel, how you move, what you drink. Like, if you touch someone's hand, like, are they going to take it the wrong way? Like, you want more? hmm And I, I was really able to relate to her in that sense. She, yeah. I definitely was able to, like, relate to her. And then, like, when she was saying how she felt kind of like when she was having sex she didn't feel like in tune she was just there for the most part just going through the motions she was kind of detached um and it it definitely is something how it makes you feel like because you just don't everybody is different like you just don't feel the same like you almost feel like a little insecure i guess like about yourself like Mm -hmm. it just makes you feel different so that was pretty interesting that they actually kind of reflected on that and just told like her story on why she is like when um Bryce was killed or whatever everybody was kind of looking at her mm-hmm. like trying to see what her reaction was and it's just like yeah at the end of the day this person did this to me but I still like have feelings or whatever like, it's just not- I'm still a person I'm mm-hmm. compassionate and this person was a person and he had people that loved them like he was a shitty individual but he had people, people. that loved them mm-hmm. um with me i think like a couple of things i think with me like with her trying to regain her sexuality with me was a little bit different because they go into the hole where annie or whatever i don't know what <laughs> whatever this girl is <laughs> she gets on my nerves <laughs> takes her goes with her to buy a vibrator and to me, I guess once I started trying to regain that, that's how I started. But I felt so, I felt so bad for wanting it. Like I felt so bad for craving 
it, it, I wasn't craving it with another person. I was, like I just felt it because you're human, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt so guilty and bad, and I was just like, "How can you crave that if this happened to you?" Mm-hmm. Like I felt horrible. Like it, where I would cry. Like I'd be like, "Why am I? Like why do I feel this way? Like why do I still want it?" And it wasn't that I wanted it with someone else, but I, I had like that feeling, and I was just like, "This isn't right. Like what's wrong with me?" Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm craving it. And then she goes into that whole, like, um, why she's with Justin. Like, how he makes her feel safe and, like, people don't understand it. Like, I think she was just trying to regain herself back. And, I mean, she, she did love Justin. She she loves him. But there's so much that goes in your head mm-hmm. that when you try to explain it, I think sometimes after, because sometimes I'll sit there and I think about it and I was like, oh my God, you're going crazy. Like, you're going crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going crazy. And I told you a couple of days, like, oh, like a couple of times, I'm like, just take me to the crazy house. I'm like, just take me you're to right. the crazy house because <laughs> I'm, I'm really losing it. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> there is things you think about it and you're like, mm, okay, that, mm, I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> definitely. Like, oh my God. I'm crazy. Um, Justin, I know you didn't get like too many details on Justin. Oh, um, wait. I did like the, the fact that she was very empowered and that she wanted to like bring light to the subject because mm-hmm. people were still kind of shunning the whole like, uh, here she go again. Yes. And I did like that she stuck to it. Like she was definitely trying to get it back yes. and, and, and being empowering to other people and saying that, hey, mm-hmm. the jocks and stuff, it's not okay for you to do this mm-hmm. and you guys need to stop. So I definitely And I also, part. I like that too, that she realized that there was like a trial an error type of thing where her being loud and I love that she was loud and that she was causing scenes I love that but there was like an instance where she was like maybe we need to stop being loud like maybe we need to stop trying to like get everybody's attention and awareness and kind of help the people that we can Mm -hmm. and I really 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 like that um, because it, it, it leads into this, like the, the last part that you didn't see with Justin. Um, she, the principal tries to make her apologize for the homecoming and everything. And that's where um, Tyler tells her what happened. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you've been listening to me and all this. So she gets into the stand and she you know gives her little speech about how like she feels and she ends it with my name is jessica davis and i'm a survivor and i felt like that was so strong because you're here you Mm -hmm. are a survivor like you you made it out and like every day is a struggle so every day that you wake up you are a survivor Mm -hmm. every day that you didn't let this get to you you are a survivor and today may be a horrible day but guess what there's always tomorrow so then they all start standing up and one of the last ones to stand up is justin and he's like my name is justin i can't remember his last name and he's like i'm a survivor and this just goes back to the whole where did it go wrong for you Mm -hmm. that we could have helped you and Jessica tells him like why didn't you ever tell me and because he tells him like this didn't happen to me recently 
he's like, I this happened to me like years ago. So he tells Jessica, she's like, why didn't you tell me? You've been listening to me. And he tells her, it's your process. He's like, right now it's your process. Like it's you who we're taking care of. And he tells her like, I believe his mom was getting into bed with him like when he was five and molesting him. And it's like, there's so much that goes on there. We're so unaware of. And look at him. Like, at this point, he's about to be 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Never told a soul. Yeah, but he resorted um, to using drugs and using stuff like drugs. that. So that was he his allowed life. to... Because he saw Jessica. He knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And he allowed his girlfriend to get raped. So... I think we live in a very toxic, like, world where we don't teach our boys how to deal with their feelings and how to be compassionate. And we teach our girls how to be compassionate, and then we blame them. Mm-hmm. You're too dramatic. You're too this. You took it the wrong way. Like, we, like because we are so in tune with our feelings, mm-hmm. like, no. I didn't like the way you touched me. Right. That wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But no, you're crazy. Are you sure that's what happened? Like we question, right. you it. question it. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. question it. Yeah. We tell you to be careful. We tell you to watch for the signs. We tell you, oh, if it happens, report it. Mm-hmm. And then you report it. And yeah. And nothing. And nine out of 10, like when it happens with family members, when it goes reported and you say something, it's dismissed as oh, that's not what happened, or are you sure, or did you take it the wrong way? Mm -hmm. It's not what it seems like, and that is the saddest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like, the person works up the nerves to tell you, and then as a parent or aunt or uncle or whatever, cousin, Mm -hmm. and it's being dismissed, it's like, yep, wow. Like, I worked up the courage to to even get this out to tell you, and then you totally dismiss it as, oh, it's me, or did you do something Mm -hmm. to provoke them to to Mm -hmm. make an advance issue or something like that? Like, it's sad that this is the society that we live in. That Like, we tell you, oh, it's okay to come, but then we make it so not okay for you to come. It makes it so uncomfortable. Like, you know what? I'll just keep it to myself because Mm -hmm. now the situation is worse than what it started off to be like. Mm -mm. And I think that's another conversation that we do need to have because I can't imagine how many boys this happens to. Mm -hmm. And it completely goes unreported because you're supposed to be a man. Mm -hmm. And, oh, because the person that reached out to us, he tried going to someone and the person took advantage of it. And that's so sad because... Now it was like, oh, well, you let it happen or this and that. So you're gay so you because you liked it or you must have liked it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it turns into. Like, how is it that this happened to me and now I'm gay as a man? As a girl, this happened to me and what were you wearing? Mm-hmm. Like, how, did, how does it come in? How does it come to the victim? Like... There's something wrong with who did this. I need you to be aware of that. Right. There, Almost like victim wrong. shaming. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like there's something wrong with the person that did this, but I'm getting questioned. I'm getting looked at different. Or you're gay. Or I think like last week, 
I think you were there when our boss said something and he made like a comment about being raped or something. And I looked at you. I can't remember the conversation. And I looked at you like, are you seriously like saying this? I don't want to say it was like at lunch or something. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. I do. Yes. And I looked at him like. He did. What makes you think that this is appropriate in any level? Like mm-hmm. you already didn't do anything. I definitely. I can't remember what the topic was, but I Definitely recall that was one of the things he said. Yeah, that was and I can't remember what it was, but that, that was the only thing that stuck to me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. and it goes back into like, were you not taught how to be compassionate as a child? Like, okay, fuck it, don't don't care about me. What think that I'm lying? Think whatever you want, but what makes you think that it's okay that you even said this? Right, and it's like. You have to go back to, like, how did you grow up that you're sitting here questioning us? hmm Yeah. It's, yeah. You're sitting here still conversing with this person. This person, like, took off a month, and you and I take off a day, and it's World War Three. Oh, right. Like, like, what is it? If I take off a week, did you check in with Charlotte? Like, is she going to be able to come at least in the morning two days or three days so... Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this person's like, off for a month. And you know what? Let me tell you, I've been having the time of my life. <laughs> I don't care. Like, if you want to take another two months, go ahead. But you make it such a big deal mm-hmm. when either of us, like, you're there two days and you hadn't gone for two weeks. And is Charlotte coming back? When is she coming back? Right. What's After you just on? spoke to me. That's the crazy part. It's like, like, why you ask this question? And you spoke to me. You like, have her number. And I mean, we're not overflowing with work where you're like, she needs to be here. But, and like, that's my biggest thing. Like, you're so fake. Like, mm-hmm. you're so fake. And I was Because then when I come, you say mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. to me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what? And like I told you, I think at this point, I'm at the point where I'm mad at I'm mad at the people around us that are so unaware. I'm mad at the people around us on how they handle it. And my biggest thing with him is that I'm not the lying is what bothers me though. Oh, I wanna do this or oh I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and you come in and talk all this shit about him and <laughs> Right. And then you go around the corner and you laughing and smiling and kicking it on up with him like what was what was mm-hmm. what did you put in the show on first of all? You don't need to just you just don't. been like there's something I could do. I'm sorry, right. cool. But the phony king in it is the worst. It's mm-hmm. just like what what is your point? What do you have to gain from yeah. this? And even with people in our lives, I think. I mean, I'm not asking you to ask me every day, but I have people in my life where I'm so aware of their feelings and so aware of what they're going through and. No one has it been like, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess it is what it is. We, we, I always tell you, we can't be mad at people for being who they are. Exactly. That's so true. You definitely can't. But then, like, if I don't, if we don't show up, they feel some type of way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Or you distance yourself or you shut everybody out. It's like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm taking time out for me. Mm-hmm. Because. Or I'll just simply say, like, at this point, I'm like, where I'm busy. 
Right. I don't need to explain to you where I'm, why I'm busy, why I'm not coming. You know what? I'm busy. And at this point in my life, busy can mean, busy 99% of the time now means that I'm busy taking care of me. You're right. <laughs> like, doing what I need to do. And if that means laying on my bed all day, guess what? Like, nobody takes care of my mental Nobody. Like, nobody's there on the days that I can't get up. Nobody's there on the days where I cringe to come to work. And honestly, like, these, like, days that he's been gone, like, it has been, like, so good. And, like, it's just been so refreshing because I was telling you to even walk into the sales room I pep talk myself. Like, mm -hmm. if I know I have to go in there, I'm like, okay, you're going to go in there. Don't look around. Just go straight to where you need to go. Right. Like, with your head high. Like, I pep talk my... Like, who... Like, I'm like, am I sick for doing this? Like, I pep talk myself mm -hmm. to a place that before I never right. thought about it twice. Yeah. It's, it's sad that, that that's what it's resorted to. Mm -hmm. Like... To act like nothing wrong because I'm not going to give you the satisfaction mm -hmm. or the power over me to, like, not continue to do what I do. Like, mm -hmm. it is. It's really messed up. Like, it, and the fact that management don't care how it affects us, like, having to see this person is just like, oh, I can't do anything. But you could have did something. Like, you you are the owner. You definitely could have did. You didn't even have to say what it was for. You could have just said, at that particular time, lack of this or lack of that, but you They you fired chose. people for less. Yes. For less. They were actually bringing in money. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, you, you did what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Not a matter of you couldn't, you decided like, oh, no, I'm not going to do anything. Yep. And I think it all starts with, I guess, with ourselves. We have to be accountable for what we do. And that doesn't mean victim shame. Like, you as a victim, being accountable for yourself does not mean that I should be held accountable because I went. Because you should be able to feel safe if you're hanging out. You shouldn't have to f sit there and be like, can I go out? Should I even go out? Because what if something happens? Mm -hmm. Like, there shouldn't be... Like, even going out is a whole mental preparation at this point. Like, it's not even let me shower, get ready, and do my makeup. It's a whole mental preparation of... What am I going to do? Like, how many, like, who am I going to call if I go out to come get me? If I feel some type of way, who am I going with? Where are we going? Do I know where we're going? Have I been there? Am I comfortable enough? Like, it is a whole mental preparation to just go out. Mm -hmm. And this is what happens. Like, this is what happens. And yet we want to add to the victim, like, well, this happened to you. Why did you go out again? Why right. did you do this if this had already happened? Like, did you not learn the first... Like, where is the person that did this to me to begin with? Mm -hmm. Why are we not questioning him? Right. Mm -hmm. Why is he under scrutiny? Mm -hmm. But the victims are like, oh, how does that work? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, there is no questions of... Um, how could you do something like this? Like, why would you do something like this? It was just like, oh, you went willingly, so that's it. Mm -hmm. 
It, and it's really sad because um, it's not going to change. That's that's the sad part about this whole situation. This is how it will go today and every other day. Like nine out of ten, the accuser gets away with murder mm-hmm. for the most part. It just goes under the radar, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. it probably the percentage, like maybe five percent, if that. Of oh, the so perpetrator uh, for sexual or for rape, mm-hmm. the, like sexual abuse, ninety nine percent of them walk free. Well, ninety nine percent—that's crazy. Like that means only one percent is being mm-hmm. prosecuted. There's something wrong with this picture, mm-hmm. and more people really need to stop speaking up because that is where the problem is. Enough people aren't speaking out on this. Mm-hmm. They're ashamed, embarrassed, and everything, so they choose not to talk about it when. We have to talk about this. Yeah. We have to put this out there because as long as we keep on not saying anything about it or I don't want to keep talking about it because it's bringing up memory, the more people are going to keep continue mm-hmm. to get away with this. Yes. And we need to make it okay for the victim to speak. Mm-hmm. We need to make it okay for the victim to feel safe. Mm-hmm. We need to stop victimizing the victim. Mm-hmm. We need to be like, it's okay. It's a safe space. Do you want to talk about it today? Tell me everything that happened again today. Right. Because people feel like, oh, why do you keep talking about it? That's how that's therapy for some people to keep talking about it so it can help them deal with it. That's just like a person who goes to see a therapist. Some people see therapists for years. It's always something to talk about. But it's just like, that's okay. But when someone talk about the abuse that was done to them, it's like, oh. Yeah, they talking about it again. Like, what are they going to get over? Mm-hmm. You don't get over it. Mm-hmm. It never just completely goes away. Mm-hmm. There's something at any given time that can trigger what happened to you. A flashback, a movie, some some maybe the way somebody touches you. But people don't understand that. It's not a just, I wake up tomorrow and I forgot about what happened. No. no. You know that every Every single day. day you were violated. I don't care on what level violation. That's just like if you got your home broken to, you feel invaded. Like your privacy, like you don't just be like, oh, okay. Like now you're extra careful. You're making sure you got bars on the window. It's just, this is what happens when any type of trauma happens in your life. You don't just get over it. That's like a person, if they have, um, a miscarriage and they got 10 kids that doesn't mean that that because you got 10 kids that one miscarriage didn't mm-hmm. affect your life but like, oh you have 10 other ones like okay no oh, right like people get these lines mixed up somewhere along the line and thinking like oh just get over it and move on with your life it don't work like, like there's that. a time limit of how much you could grieve mm-hmm. how you can grieve and how much you could talk about it. And there is no time limit on your feelings. Like, there is no time limit on your hurt. There is no time limit in, on your pain. There is none. But people always want to put a time limit on everything. Like, oh, oh, uh, this person died five years ago and you still grieve. You don't know how they affected your life. Mm-hmm. But people are quick to always judge on everything when it comes down to mm-hmm. how people deal with their pain and their trauma and stuff like that like it's, it's really it, I'm frustrated if you can tell <laughs> like but it's, it's, it's so very angry yeah. because it is because it's like and I think it's more angering and hurting from the people closest to you because mm-hmm. it's like damn like this is my team yeah like this is who I've been holding it right. down I had a fucked up team yeah <laughs> like <laughs> This is who I've been like, oh, that's my A1, like, that's mm-hmm. my homie, like, 
they got me and I've got you in every situation and yeah now it's like oh it's cool yeah 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 kind of dismissive of like oh yeah but we need to talk about it and this is why we do this because let me tell you guys talking about it some days is not the easiest thing Mm -mm. because some days we don't want to talk about it right as much as we talk about it and we do want to talk about it we don't want to talk about it but we want to let you know guys that it's okay to talk about it it's good for you to talk about it and it can take time like the person that reached out to us, he is grown at this point and he's just talking about it, but he should feel safe enough to talk about it. And that's where, like, when he reached out, we told him, like, you know, I'm like, we're very appreciative of your time, of your confidence to reach out, of opening up, mm-hmm. of making it okay for you to tell your story however way it is. Right. Um. And even when we were asking questions, like, is this okay? Tell me when that question is inappropriate. Like, be okay. Like, I want you to feel okay to tell me, like, no, I don't want to answer that. Or, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do that. Or, you're going too far. Like, and that is the way that you need to be more compassionate. Like, you need to be, like, and I'm like, I don't want to, like, if you feel like I'm crying or I'm going too much, like, tell us. Mm-hmm. Tell us, stop. No. Or don't answer it. This is your story. This is your time. This is you. All you from the beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And do you want to let them know where to reach us so they can yep. talk if they want to talk? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, guys, you can reach us on um, IG underscore girls dot like dot us. Or you can go ahead and email us at girls like us 619 at gmail. Uh, dot com. So go ahead and drop us a DM in our IG or email us at girlslikeus619 at gmail.com. Um, you can remain anonymous. We won't say your name. Just tell your story. Get it out there. And that's the main key that we were talking about. Get it out there because if we're not telling it, we can't hold anybody accountable for mm-hmm. it. So please just tell your story. We have to stop this. The, the fact that it's 99% walking away mm-hmm. is ridiculous that should be the other way around exactly like, it should be a hundred but it should be like one percent maybe walking away exactly um before i give the national sexual assault hotline i com- like i i didn't completely forget but i do want to throw it in this episode charlotte came up with a great idea <laughs> do you want to tell them sure so um we did these school supplies so now we want to go ahead and do a um 25 gift card for bubble land for a wash um for more than one wash for 25 dollars. <laughs> but yes we definitely want to give it to a deserving um person who feels like they may be in need of it they may be um having a hard time and don't really have the funds like that but go ahead and share your story on why you feel like you deserve this. And we will definitely hook you up with that $25 uh, gift card for Bubble Land uh, Laundry Mat. <laughs> so if you're in the Chicago area, you know where to reach us. Uh, Charlie gave us that information. Uh, the links are in the description when I post the, um, the episode, when we post them. So make sure to reach out. Yes. Um, and honestly, when he told me this, like, because nobody does this, I thought it was, like, really, really dope and unique because mm-hmm. that is something you don't think about. Like, everybody gives out, like, 
money and food, but we all yeah. need clean clothes. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody don't have the luxury of having, yes. um, you know, washer, dryer in their mm-hmm. homes and things like that. So we definitely want to help out. So then if you don't want to talk to us, there's also the National Sexual Assault Hotline and the number is 800-656-HOPE. So the number is 800-656-4673. Thanks for listening to to Girls Girls Like Like Us. Us.